0: Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. The Broad Street Bombers.
1: You like that? Ah, uh, that's okay. Not there, Jody McDonald calls them the Broad Street Broomsticks.
2: Well, that that only fits if they're sweeping every series, right? Uh, well. I think they could this weekend. Oh, very much so. I think I think you and I and seven other guys from out in the corner here could sweep the Nationals. Yeah.
1: So the Nationals, I think they're they're mostly stripping down to sell, right? Is that that yes. they don't want any, any big salaries on the uh That is correct. Payroll?
2: Yeah, that is correct.
1: Baseball's got to do something about this. Um, listen, it's fun to be one of the haves when there's the haves and have-nots and the fact that the Phillies went out and, like, I'm not saying Syndergaard's going to be good or not, but he costs money, and it's like, okay, we'll add the money. The, yeah, you know, they're willing to do it, but it's not good for the sport. Like, why? Why would anybody be a Pirates fan? Imagine you live in Pittsburgh, right, and that's your baseball team, and that's all you got, and you got to root for them, and you know they'll never be good. And if somebody
2: develops and is good, he's not going to stay. And, and it's more than just the team not being good. It is the team not being good, and no individual star who raises your interest and might keep you coming to the ballpark. Right? Like, no, because he'll be gone. Right? He'll be gone. You know, years ago, again, I have my I have major issues with baseball on a lot of levels, and one of them is that these sorts of teams that you're talking about don't keep star players who would keep their fans interested. I mean, I. Again, I grew up a Phillies fan at a time when the team was not doing well.
1: Oh, Bill Giles would say it's we're a small market club.
2: Well, yeah. But at least I got to enjoy Mike Schmidt at the end of his prime. And even when the team wasn't in contention, I could watch Mike Schmidt every day. And right. you know, that's that the idea of that is going away. Right.
1: So who's the best player in the Pirates is Brian Reynolds? I think figure? it's Willie
2: Stargil. No. <laughs> <laughs> Roberto Clemente? yes,
1: yeah, see that. You know, people I know my age grew up watching those guys. Those were your pirates, and it was because they could compete because yeah. everybody made the same money and every market could afford it. I just want to look up Brian Reynolds is 27. He's. I just want to look up his contract, right, because he'll be out of there. Yeah. Uh, sorry about this. Okay, he's arbitration eligible next year. Which means they'll dump him.
2: Yeah, they'll move him. He'll be somewhere else. And, and even he is their best player, is hitting two fifty eight with an OPS under eight hundred. I know, it's,
1: I know. I'm, and maybe there's somebody doing better this year. I just thought of yeah. him as like a guy who's you know he's a, he's a real major leaguer. That's that's what I'll say about him. Uh, Ken and Redding, you're on with Mike Sealski and Glenn Mack now. Hey, Ken.
3: Oh, hi, Glenn. Hey. Uh, thank you, uh, you and Mike, for taking my call. Sure. Uh, I, I meant to make this call back when you were with Ray and, and Dick's uh, nomination to the Hall of Fame was announced, mm-hmm. but since this is his weekend, I, I, I had to get this in. Uh, back in June of 1980, our daughter, Laurel, was two and a half years old and was diagnosed with acute lymphocytic leukemia and treated down at Children's Hospital. The good side is she's she'll be 45 in January. Nice. Congrats. But, wow. Uh, the, the the point of the call really is that at that time uh, Dick's lovely wife Carol was doing play therapy with kids in the clinic, so we got to to meet her, get to know her a little bit, and just a loveliest woman. And uh, somewhere in our archives, I have a picture of uh, Dick holding my daughter and, and one end of a one of those big donor contribution. Uh, yeah. Uh, checks. And yeah. On, on the other end is Arnold Palmer. And uh, wow. At the time, Laurel couldn't say Dick's name correctly. She used to call him Dick Emil. So. Uh, uh, so uh, she is 45 now,
1: and and she's doing well. She's doing great.
3: Yeah, she's doing good. She's good to giving hear. Given us six grandchildren. And wow. Just, That's there you amazing.
1: go. Hey, nice. I got to run. I got to run, but it's a very nice story, and I appreciate it. Thank you. By the way, this hour is sponsored by Meridian Bank. Business banking at its best. Visit them at meridianbanker.com. So, uh, Philly's Alumni Week is occurring, as we said, and it's great, and it's fun for fans, and it's fun for the old players to come back and see each other. Uh, One of the people who's coming back is Pete Rose, and um, you want to go first on this?
2: I'll just say... I'm not sure it's appropriate that Pete Rose is coming back for alumni weekend, let's put it that way. Okay. I don't I, think- I have I have my I have my uh reservations about this. And this is coming from someone who <clears throat> how can I put this? And and, and and in a way the Rose situation doesn't apply. I'm not I'm I'm someone who tends to be you you, you need to give people grace, you know, there're going to be a number of people, athletes, coaches whoever who make mistakes in their lives mm-hmm. and even do terrible things and should be given a measure of grace should be given a second chance. I'm not sure. In fact, I'm, I'm fairly sure that sort of standard shouldn't apply to Pete Rose. Um, yeah. And the thing is
1: baseball was going to give him his second chance. I think they were ready to move past the gambling thing a couple of years ago. And then all this story came out um, and it, that, Pete, when he was here, apparently was having an affair with a young
2: teenage girl. Uh, I have the story right in front of me right now. Okay. Uh, And I was able to find it because I'm the one who wrote it for the Inquirer. Is that right? Yeah, back in 2017 when this news broke. Okay. Uh, Pete Rose, whom the Phillies will induct into their wall of fame in less than two weeks. Again, this is back in 2017. Initiated and maintained a relationship in the 1970s with a girl who, at the time, was not yet 16 years old. The woman said this in a sworn statement in federal court. hmm
1: So, he... By the way, he was a married man at the time. Yes. Uh, having an affair with a young teenager. And he acknowledged it. He acknowledged the relationship but said that his defense was, I thought she was 16. Yes. Which, in the grand scheme of defenses, is not pretty good.
2: Yeah, no, that's you wouldn't play that Larry David clip. No, uh, over that defense. No, and he
1: also s- it said, uh, well, whatever, whatever he said. Yeah, but but the thing about Pete Rose. So at the time, the Phillies decided we're not doing this. Right. Okay. What changed?
2: I don't. I I don't know for certain. I haven't asked anybody affiliated with the Phillies about this. I would guess. Uh he's a popular draw. People want to see him and they perceive that people will come to the ballpark and want to see Pete Rose. And
1: I think in their mind time passed and nobody's gonna yeah. really think about it. Yeah, I think that's part of it. Yeah. Statute of limitations on our emotions.
2: There's some there's some different ways that they are doing things with the Phillies. I wrote about this last year, um, when they fired several people who had been affiliated with the organization for a long time. Um if you talk to people around the team a little bit, they'll mention that things aren't quite the same there since David Montgomery passed away. Um, and I would wonder if this would happen if David were still running the show there. And
1: what you're, what I'm inferring from what you say is certain expectations of behavior
2: have changed? I think so, yes. Okay.
1: Um, listen, I think Pete Rose is one of the great players of all time, and I acknowledge the Phillies do not win the 1980 World Series if they don't have Pete Rose, and I think there's no disagreement on his talents as a ball player. He was also an immensely popular player when he was here for great reason. Yeah. He was fun to watch, and he hustled, and he played well in all the things that you and I talked about earlier of what makes people in Philadelphia like somebody. He checks all those boxes. But to quote the late Mayor Frank Rizzo, he's a crumb bum. <laughs> he's a bad human being. He is. He yeah. he for years denied all the gambling stuff until he finally admitted it. To write another book, yes, uh this thing with the relationship, I mean, we like to be kind of tough on our domestic abusers to me, having sex with a fourteen fifteen year old counts as domestic abuse oh absolutely, I mean that's you go to prison for those kind of things, yeah, yeah. um as Pete I said, know you're
2: you you know better, you have to know better, yeah, but of course you of course he knows better, but knowing better and acting on that knowledge have never gone together with Pete Rose. No, they
1: never have gone together with Pete Rose. And I've met Pete Rose a couple times and he's Pete Rose the performer when i met him I met him at autograph shows mm-hmm. and you know he's charging whatever 50 bucks for his autograph. I I forget, I wrote a story about it. I forget what the the number was. Right? But say it was 50 bucks. And his name is Pete Rose and so he he does that and he goes to me. Hey, look at that. $3 and what's 50 divided by 8? Uh, pardon me for the 625, he goes, 625 a letter.
2: Yeah. It's like, oh, that's great. Tells you what's on your mind. Right. I actually, back in 2014, I went to a church in Collegeville because it had invited Pete to come to the service for a and a And he did. And I'll just put it this way. Some of the stories he told during his Q&A were not exactly appropriate for a Sunday service. Yeah.
1: The Phillies can do whatever they want. I think it is wrong to have him back for Alumni Weekend and pretend that all is well, I think. And what the Phillies said when they were asked about it is, well, we asked his former teammates. Yes. Well, of course they're going right. to want him back. Right. They're his exactly. teammates. That's not who you ask. No. That's not the barometer that you'd use for this kind of thing.
2: And again, you can th- there is there is and should be room for second chances and not banishing people on the first— mistake or, you know, whatever. Pete Rose doesn't apply in
1: those situations. He does not. Uh, Mark and Malvern, Malvern actually may may agree or disagree on this. Hey, Mark.
4: You know, you're making all good points. Uh, you know, I'm 57, and when I see highlights of Pete, it kind of reminds me of the points you were making about Vermeil. I mean, the energy and the emotion. I mean, they don't win without him. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, those years and the, those three division wins with Ozark, they're playing the Dodgers in the pouring rain, and uh, tears in my eyes to call the game. Yeah, uh, just for the Phillies to win. Uh, the gambling part, you know, I don't know all the details. He gambled. Uh, I mean, I don't think he threw games. That's you know, throwing he didn't. A game. He didn't.
1: He did not throw games. As far as I know, he did not throw games. But he violated what was at the time the first rule of baseball.
2: Yeah, it's and it's and it's a rule
1: that everybody knows, Mike. You, you've been in
2: in clubhouses. Yeah. It hangs above the door. And, and the flip side of it, of course, is, yes, he may not have overtly bet on his team to lose games, but if he's not betting on every game, you can draw conclusions based on what games he doesn't bet on. Yeah. Yep. Go ahead.
4: No, it's, it's just to, see, to watch the pregame and, and hear them talking about gambling now. I mean, I know the players I, can't gamble, but I know. you yeah. got to know there's some people, it's just... the. You know, the, the, the complete sell is uh,
1: I agree. It's
4: a mess. And I, then the I'm thing, with you. I never man. really knew. I really kn- never knew the thing about <laughs> dating the 15, 16 year uh, old. The guy's a complete complete creep. But you know we're all flawed, and he's surely flawed. But and I kind of seem to think. So what's your
1: bottom good. line on this before we go?
4: maybe uh, he, he should be there. We should judge him on baseball. I mean, everyone has their flaws. I mean, he's got a heck of a lot of more flaws than all three of us. Uh, but
1: hey. I, I disagree, but I, I appreciate your call. I, Thanks, Mark. It's, it's probably a popular point of view, and I appreciate you calling with it. All right, 215-592-9494. We are here until 1. It's going to be Go Birds Radio with A. L. A. Short Parks and Jack Fritz. Uh, Right now, let me tell you, it's back to school time. That means it's also time to drive the kids everywhere to and from school, sports practice, doctor's appointments, you name it. Luckily, United Tire has some sweet deals to make sure your car is in tip-top shape for the kiddos. Right now, through September 30th, United Tire is offering a rebate up to $150 on select Goodyear tires. Stop by your local United Tire today. Take advantage of all these A-plus deals while they last. Don't drive alone.